lift off and the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 210, recording on September 25th, 2022. Again, my name is not Zach Anderson. Unfortunately, Zach's not here. He won the lottery, told me and Shannon to fuck off. He <laughs> left. Maybe back next week. We don't know. But we still got a nice show for you this week. You know, we're going to be discussing some more leaks in the video game world looks like logitech gonna be giving uh the steam deck a run for its money and uh maybe some uh new publishing companies on the arise and more and to do that speaking of more i have with me shannon pivot more (laughs) what's up yeah you don't know how many times i said that from like friday to sunday uh i got a new couch it's dope. Uh, it reclines. It's got USB chargers. It's got a battery pack Ooh, for the yeah. for the recliners. Yeah, I'm living the good life now. My parents have one of those where yeah, you open up the little middle island thing and it has the dual USB chargers and even has the three prong like plugins and stuff. I can just plug my laptop in there and stuff. It's nice. Yeah, the only part of the freaking couch that can't be used with the battery components um, to run the recliners. Uh, so now I have to find out where I'm going to run that thing. And, you know, there's, of course, like a, a pretty long extension cord that's going to need to be run. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other struggle is we have three cats that love to scratch on shit. And uh, two of them we've uh, relocated outside, um, you know, in the past like six months because they were, you know, going through some, uh, going, through, they were working through some stuff. Um, <laughs> so <we> yeah, <laughs> so we put them outside so they could scratch and do whatever they want to do outside. But there's one who's a little skinnier and older and, and we're worried about her just destroying the couch. So we've gone into full like, uh, you know, defense mode. So we got like those um, uh, motion sensor cans of air that like spray when like you walk past them. <laughs> and uh, we got some like scratch guards that we've like taped onto the uh onto the couch so it's like you know it's it, it's a, a smooth like surface so they're not they don't want to scratch and then i've sprayed the couch with anti-scratching scenting so you know good weekend you got it locked down yeah i'd be pissed if they still scratch that couch <laughs> yeah when we got our first couch um oswald was a lot younger and he did a lot of that too where he was he would scratch the corner like knead and stuff into the corners of the couch Mm-hmm. and uh yeah he kind of destroyed the sides of it but we for a while we used the we had the little plastic guards and stuff that you can buy that we used for the corners and stuff and then we also used uh double-sided tape mm-hmm. and stuff to do like the tack same with you the tacky feeling and stuff because they don't like that but then eventually you know that stuff either came off or wore down and then you know it was all all hands on deck and then he just kind of did it anyway and then we just kind of <laughs> accepted it but luckily now you know we have the new leather couch and he hasn't tried like i think he's past that phase in his life where he's like no i'm not even gonna try to ruin this one yeah yeah that's the that's the section of the life i'm waiting for with the cats like you know just <laughs> just hoping that they don't tear this stuff up but it was pretty funny though because we had this brown 
old couch that was the edges were all messed up because of the cats. And uh, some dude came by because we put it up on Facebook Marketplace for free. And uh, he was like, it's the couch is perfect. And we're like, okay, cool. But it's got something. He's like, it's perfect. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, You can come by and pick it up. So like he comes by in a box truck, right? Like, and it's not like a U-Haul. It's his own box truck. And then on the side, it's got like a radio tower signal and it says like WCC like underneath it. I'm like, okay, cool. But it's like painted all like post-apocalyptic. So I was like, hmm, okay. First of all, like, cool. He gets out of the car. He's in like an olive drab like shirt with a bright neon green tie and an olive drab like set of cargo shorts and some Birkenstocks. Um, he's got a mohawk uh, that is green and he bleached the rest of his hair like on the sides, like just the brightest bleach color you could. Right. So we get this, you know, talking to him because I'm helping him move the couch because he's by himself. So I'm helping him move the old couch out. And it's like a sectional, like L-shaped sectional. So we're helping to move it out. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going down to the Mojave Desert um, this weekend. And, you know, I'm taking part in this thing. It's like a Mad Max-esque, uh, like, world kind of thing that we do out in the Mojave Desert for, like, a week. And I was like, like, Burning Man? He's like, no, it's not like Burning Man. It's more, like, crazy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we're going to open up, like, a recording studio down there. Like, we have, like, an 18, like, a semi-truck with, like, a big, like, uh you know, hauler on the back and we're going to make it a recording studio and this couch is going to go in there. And I was like, it's a interesting cover for the weird stuff that you're going to put on the internet with that couch. But, uh, you know, it's, I'm figuring that couch was basically sent to the Mojave desert to die. Like it's just going to be out there forever. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to stuff this couch with so much tannerite. It's going to explode out there in the desert. See, I'm glad you went the way of the explosives and not the way of like just it's going to be like there's going to be so many f- body fluids on it that like it's going to like morph into like its own biological hazard out in the desert. Yeah, I mean, I could have got weird with it when you're like, he's like, no, the couch is perfect. You're like, well, it's a little scratched up. And then he sniffs the cushions. He's like, no, bro, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so he drove off in his uh, wasteland uh, battle ready box truck and you know we got our new couch delivered on saturday dude that sounds like i had um someone on facebook this week was tagged me and megan in a post and i guess there was some husky at some shelters i'm like any husky i'm like bitch i have four like i'm doing my part why would you wish it's like zach trying to put i'm like why would you wish a fifth one on me i'm like you have two dogs why don't you fucking take the dog like i i'm doing my like if i get one more dog i get the city called on me that's like where i'm at right now running like a fucking dog shelter out of my house that's a tax write-off right oh man right i wish Yeah, dude, this weekend, this weekend surprisingly was pretty crazy. Like I thought it was going to be like a pretty chill weekend. And those are always the ones that kind of creep up on you and just like kind of have a tendency to go straight sideways. Right. So we have our couch in our room now in the front room and it looks amazing. And we got some uh, little cubby holes for my son's toys. So like the shit's not on the floor anymore. So like I'm not breaking my neck every time I walk into the front room. Um, And now that everything's like picked up and like cleaned out of the way and the new couch is in place and all the other furniture is like either sold or like given away, you know, we have this room for like a, a, like a nice 65 inch TV to be put up over the fireplace. So, you know, now that's like the, the next thing that we're doing. So we went out today to look for TVs and 
bro, let me tell you, like customer service has taken a steep nosedive. Like we went dude, to I told you when I went to Best Buy, dude, it was like shitsville. Yeah. Like they did not want to help me at all. Yeah, dude, like we're over there like looking at the TVs. Granted, we're not buying like an $8,000 TV. We're not I'm not buying the 85-inch like, you know, top of the line TV, like the holy shit package. Like I'm looking for something that's like, you know, going to last me 10 years and is going to basically keep up with the times and, you know, image quality of of the shows that I want to watch. So, you know, I'm not I'm not breaking the bank by any stretch of the imagination, but like I was seriously there for maybe 45 minutes looking at all the different TVs and not one person came over to me to talk to me about TVs, not one. And like, you know, I was ready to pull the trigger. If I saw something that was on sale or I saw something that was like in the right price range, like I would have bought something today, like no questions asked, but like, you know, I basically ended up picking up my son and leaving like the TV aisle and being like, yeah, thanks guys for your help. Like that was great. Thanks. Like, I'm going to buy it somewhere else now. You wonder why Amazon's kicking your ass. Exactly. Dude. Dude. It's like, you can't get like, just come over and just even cold. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Like, and then if I don't need your help, I'll be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just looking. <laughs> but if I do need your help, I will lead into. So can you recommend like what, what's going on over here with these TVs? Yeah. Can you tell me the difference between OLED, OLED, uh, QLED, like, you know, UHD, fucking 4K, 8K, like, just tell me which TV I need to buy, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of uh, TVs and OLEDs and everything, uh, I saw this week Logitech you know, came out and they have the G cloud, which is their handheld, like kind of looks very, very similar to the steam deck, except they're like, no black that's out. We're making ours white. <laughs> and you know, it looks very much like the switch kind of meets the steam deck. It has the Navita G force for cloud gaming. It has, uh, you know, Xbox stuff attached to it. It's going to be 349 US dollars and launch in the US and Canada next month. And, uh, you know, Shannon, what, what do you think of this uh, G cloud here? Well, I can tell, I wish, I wish Zach was here first of all, because like Zach would have ripped on me so hard the minute you said it was white, because like I had a white keyboard with my Apple and like when they were helping me move, like he was, he, he looked at my keyboard and he was like, bro, fucking clean your keyboard. Every once in a while. I was like, dude, like I work, I mean, I'm in a trade, like I get home. The first thing I, sometimes I need to do is like get on the computer, check my work email or do some scheduling stuff. And like, yeah, it, greasy hands are going to touch the keyboard. Like shit looks gross. So, but, uh, you know that aside white is not my preferred like you know uh color for a gaming console or a, a gaming controller it's just it's not going to be pretty after a while my hands sweat uh and it's just it's gonna look nasty it's gonna look dingy dirty like you know it, it's not gonna be pretty after a while also this thing isn't going to have the ability to have its own like cell connection for Wi-Fi or uh, any type of cellular data to be transmitted to it. It's always going to be looking for Wi-Fi. So this isn't something that you can take with you on the go unless you want to turn your phone onto a hotspot and basically burn through all your data for the month. Uh, or, you know, maybe you're going to go to Starbucks and, you know, you go there enough to where, you know, you know they have a reliable internet connection and you can play your Xbox games. But it's not... It doesn't seem like it's a um, a, diver a diverse enough appliance for gaming. Uh, I don't know how you feel, Justin. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I don't usually get a lot of white stuff either, just because you know your hands naturally sweat 
and get all grimy get your dead skin gunk all over it and stuff and it's just a bitch to clean and looking at it like same thing yet with the cloud gaming you know i i could see you know for some people this is gonna work you know you can sit there play it in bed you know do whatever with it but for a lot of people you know i just feel like why would you not just get a steam deck like i mean this has it has like its stats and stuff are all right you know like it has what like 64 gigs of storage like the ram looks decent it has like all whatever but at the end of the day i'm like i feel like unless someone's gonna like mod it to like be able to put whatever they want on it i i also just don't really see the big appeal for it like you might as well just wait and get the steam deck and then you can just put game pass on your steam deck and your dolphin emulators and your whatever you want yeah i mean it's i think it's really funny that in this day and age where like COVID screwed up everybody's distribution channel for like chips and circuit boards that Logitech is like, Hey guys, look, we made this totally useless thing or like a frivolous thing that like you can buy on a whim if you want to play cloud-based gaming. Um, you know, it's just, it's kind of like an F you to like everybody else that's struggling to build things right now. But I mean, it's just not something that I think is needed. I mean, like you could get a switch, you could get like a steam deck and like you could get other things that are more fun to me, well, to me anyway, you could get things that have more entertainment uh, value to them than this appliance. And three hundred and fifty bucks—that's hella expensive, dude. Like, I'm not paying three fifty for that. Yeah, they're like, you know, the Google Stadia was so successful, we decided <laughs> to take it, slap an OLED screen on it, and you can pay three hundred and fifty dollars for it. Yeah, I mean that th- that three hundred and fifty dollar price tag. I was like, whoa! I was like, there is no like, I don't even know like who would who's the target market for that right now like you know that's i mean kids aren't buying it adults aren't buying it it's just it's a glory (laughs) appliance yeah i mean because after taxes and shit you're gonna be paying like four hundred dollars for this thing for what so you can play control on like cloud (laughs) like what was the cool you could play the greatest hits of you know 2015 on your cloud g whatever like I don't know. Yeah, I don't see the appeal. I guess if you have money burning in your pocket and don't know what to get someone for the holidays, you can give them the uh, give them the old G Cloud. But <laughs> I just don't see it taken off. Yeah, you know how you hate hate carrying so much shit in your pockets. Well, here's one more big thing to carry in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, bust that dust off the old Junko jeans because <laughs> you're gonna be able to fit this bad boy in there. And oh, you know. Man. I also saw this week, you know, we got last week we talked about the Grand Theft Auto 6 leak and supposedly I think that person actually got arrested mm-hmm. at this point for the leak and stuff and uh, Rockstar or whatever is like suing them now. But mm. uh, also Diablo 4. Remember Diablo guys? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that also, I guess, got a sizable leak of footage where someone leaked about an hour of gameplay for Diablo, which you know, didn't quite make the same headlines as Grand Theft Auto, but, you know, it did leak, and I didn't watch any of the leaked footage, but, you know, it's been, last time we talked about Diablo, I know all the shit with Blizzard was going on, we, all of us as a whole were kind of, like, not super hyped on it, are you, is there still hype for Diablo for you, are you still kind of burnt because of Blizzard? Yeah, I think, what I want to do is wait until I can maybe buy a used copy um, or it's severely discounted. I don't want to give Blizzard any money if I don't have to. Um, and 
I don't really have a desire to play that game like as it comes out like right away. Um, you know, I'm worried about what they're going to try to do with this like Diablo Immortal, you know, game trying to I mean, you know, see what they're trying to do as far as microtransactions go with the rest of the game. See if any of that's going to make its way over. Um, so I'm kind of just going to take a backseat on this one for a minute. Uh, unless, you know, you guys start playing it and then I get FOMO and then you know, there may be a way to drag me in there. But, yeah, you know, see, I, how do you feel about it? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's kind of what would get me. It's the, you know, playing Diablo is one of those games where it's like Torchlight for me, where it's like I don't really... I I play it for a little bit solo, but then I kind of get bored with it and drop off. But really, it's the playing with multiple other people is what keeps me invested in that type of game. So I feel like if you and Zach were playing it, like you know, I'd be like, okay, we're hopping on the Diablo train and get it to play. But if everyone unanimously decides to wait on it and stuff, like it's not something that I'm like pining for. And I feel like you know, once the I don't know, like Blizzard, like it might come to Game Pass eventually, you know, since Microsoft acquired Blizzard or whatever. So, you know, might not even have to pay for it if you already have Game Pass or something. So, you know, we'll see. But yeah, Immortal left a pretty bad taste in my mouth, too. So I'm not exactly like Team Blizzard, like, let's go give me this game right now. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think like when you first saw that like cinematic trailer, like the E3, I want to say it was like a couple years ago. I forget what it is now. It could be like four years ago at this point. But um, like when we first saw that like movie, I was super hyped for it. And if they had followed up that trailer with an actual game at that point, I probably would have bought it, no doubt. But like now that so much time has passed between now and then and so much stuff about the company has come out and not a lot of groundbreaking features have been shown for Diablo 4, I would be, um, you know, I, I don't, I, it's helping me kind of, you know, check myself uh, because, you know, there's other than the graphical energy, like the graphical upgrade, I don't really see much that's drawing me to the game. I've already played those classes in Diablo 3 and I played them with all the expansions in Diablo 3. <laughs> so it's like, you know, there's nothing new there that's drawing me in. So, you know, good on them for taking their time because it's making me kind of want to, to hold back for a little bit. And, you know, I, I saw you posted this on Twitter and I want you, you were talking, you know, it is the spooky season's upon us. It's mm -hmm. coming up and we always, I feel like every year around Halloween, we always have the same conversation, but I love talking about it. <laughs> Halloween candy. <laughs> uh -huh. And you posted on Twitter talking about how, like, what's the one Halloween candy that, you know, that goes in the bucket that you get that the kids will like, but it's also something that you know obviously you're going to have left over, so you're going to want to eat yourself. Mm -hmm. What Halloween candy is that for you, Shannon? Ooh, I would say it's, uh, what was it, a uh, uh, hundred grand? Like those, like the chocolate bars with like the peanuts and then and the caramel, and like there's just like it's, it's, have like it's, nougat in it too, or yeah, something like that. yeah, it's good. Like I'll eat that and Reese's peanut butter cups. Like give me all the Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean they're the goat for sure, but like. You know, I've been surprised like every once in a while. Like, uh, I remember my whole world changed when like those like flavored Tootsie Rolls came out and they had like the like the strawberry cherry flavors and like the orange and like vanilla and mm -hmm. like, you know, fuck lemon. But like they had like like all those other flavors are really good that, you know, that was good. Like a, a good Tootsie Roll is good, too. How about so you? It's so it's funny. My um, 
I don't get them, but like my parents and stuff for their Halloween candy bowl, they always get the the Tootsie Roll bag or whatever that has the mm-hmm. Tootsie Pops and the Tootsie that has the little flavored Tootsie Rolls. And I never really liked a lot, but the vanilla ones, I fuck hard with the vanilla ones. Like every time <laughs> I go over there, I pick out like eight of the vanilla ones and put it in my pocket to take home because those ones are always my favorite. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they're like that that that's a whole game changer right there. Like I don't I don't know who thought of that, but yeah they they moved up the ranks pretty fast over at tootsie roll but yeah i like those um i always get like bottle caps which i mm-hmm. think we talked about but bottle caps are always one of my favorites i always mm-hmm. like lemon heads my all-time favorite though like ever since i was a kid i love it is the caramel apple suckers oh <laughs> like the ones that cut the fucking it's like razor blades in your mouth <laughs> uh-huh. i don't care every time i get them yeah i always just lick it and basically i like to get it to where it forms the roof of my mouth like a retainer mm-hmm. and i just leave it and then that it's just so satisfying to just pull the stick and it just kind of pops out of your mouth mm-hmm. so good i love yeah, it yeah uh i we have a i don't know is ike's do you have an ike sandwich shop out there yes so the ike's around us um they give away those suckers with every yeah. sandwich yeah so like i got one of those and like it pulled the enamel off of my teeth like one of my molars on the bottom so like you know my dentist is like you can't you can't mess with those anymore so i was like all right so you know i'll I'll have one like once a year but that's about it dude that's the reason why my mom loves um like sugar daddies and sugar babies Mm -hmm. and that's the reason like they taste good but that's the reason why i don't fuck with them is because those things especially the sugar babies like they glue your teeth together and then you have to like wiggle your jaw. And then even with your fingernail, you're like sitting there trying to scrape it off your tooth. And you can't even get all of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now what's, now what's a candy that you haven't had in a long time that you, you think you have a positive like image of in your head, but then like when you eat it, you're just like, I was horribly mistaken. <sighs> Wait, what's one? Let me think on it. What's yours? Mine would be a Charleston Chew, because like <laughs> like Charleston Chews, like when I was a kid, like those things were like magical for some reason. I don't know why. Like they just had like the right balance of like chocolate and whatever the hell is in there. But like now, like I have one, and I'm like, this is just disgusting. Like I don't I don't like it. Like my mom's like, oh, you need to put it in the freezer. Like you put it in the freezer, and then you take it out, and that's when it's good because then you can like suck on it. It's kind of like a hard candy, and like everything inside like gets like hard as shit. But like no, it it just makes it. It's just instant regret the minute I put it in my mouth. See, this so I thought of one, and it's like, I don't even think it's like a bad can. So I used to, as a kid, like I didn't really eat a lot of chocolate. Like I just wasn't a big chocolate person, but mm-hmm. I used to really like Three Musketeers. Uh-huh. Like that was one of the few chocolate things. And I think I had a Three Musketeers not that long ago. And... I just thought it was all right. Like I wasn't super hype about it. And I was like, man, like as a kid, I remember that was like one of the few chocolate things. I was like, Oh dude. So, cause it, I hated, like I hate nuts and shit. I just don't like, and a lot of chocolate stuff like will have peanuts or like whatever. And I just don't like that. So three musketeers was like one of the safe bets of, it's not going to have any of that shit in it. But I remember eating it. And I was just kind of like, this is pretty mid. Like I just <laughs> wasn't like super stoked for it. And I remember really liking it as a kid. But yeah. I guess just as I got older, taste change and just isn't for me anymore. 
Yeah, and fuck almond joys or or was it mounds or whatever like the ones with the like the the pound of coconut wrapped in chocolate like fuck that <laughs> I hate those so much. Yeah, I never got the appeal for that, and I also never really got the appeal for paydays either. Like, just eat a handful of fucking nuts if you want nuts. <laughs> like, it's literally just like caramel, a log of caramel that got rolled in nuts. And it's like, who enjoys this? It looks the same coming in as it does going out. <laughs> oh, cute, gross. So speaking of Halloween, too, so I was talking about that. I was on a uh, podcast yesterday, which the episode's out today, where my friend Tanner's podcast, The Really Refreshing, uh, we both, re- I rewatched Halloween H2O. It was his first time watching it. And we were discussing and stuff. And so it was Halloween and we were talking about different stuff. And we were talking about, um, costumes as kids and like i was talking about how i was michael myers for halloween in middle school one year and i was also jason Voorhees, and i was steve Irwin and stuff i went up what was one of your favorite halloween costumes shannon that when you were a kid that you had i'm trying to think because like uh, when i was a kid in halloween like i hated wearing like something over my face and i hated putting on makeup like because I, I had glasses so wearing masks and stuff was really it was like i could wear a mask but then i'm blind and i'm just like walking around no <laughs> hands out like i can't see so i had to yeah, be very I, careful uh you know it, it, so yeah it's i don't know i would have to say i went as a beekeeper one year and that was pretty cool because my dad was a beekeeper and like my dad rigged up this box um with like a sound like thing in it so like when i opened the lid it, it sounded like a bunch of swarming bees um so like that was pretty cool like one year um i went as the grim reaper one year that was pretty cool um because it was just kind of like a black veil that went over the front of the hood so like you didn't have to I, it wasn't like i was wearing a mask but at the same time like it, you know it wasn't constricting and at the same time it kind of carried on the look of not having like a face behind there um but yeah i mean it was i was pretty tame like as far as like costumes went like i never really did anything like super crazy and then when i got into high school it was just like you know because we went to a catholic school um we dressed up as public school students maybe not um (laughs) the most pc thing nowadays but like it was just an excuse to basically dress up like in free dress because like if you dressed up in in your costume in high school you usually got beat up so (laughs) i just didn't do that (laughs) (laughs) and then afterwards after i got out of high school then you know that's when the fun stuff begins right because then like you you're kind of your creativity is out there and like you know you've kind of developed as a person so like you start doing just like you know perverted things because you're a horny teenager and like you're just like okay well i'm gonna put knee pads on my knees i'm gonna dress up in a nurse's outfit and i'll just be the head nurse and like people will get a kick out of it and or you run around and you know you just put a flower pot on your head and you just basically tell people you're a pothead and then like they think that's funny and you know stupid stuff okay the pun costumes (laughs) yes the punny ones yeah i know one of my favorites was uh when my mom worked at a watch store and stuff they would always every year do like a group costume or something for the watch store and one year uh, i chose the theme and i picked Mm -hmm. south park so (laughs) as a kid i was stan my mom dressed up as Kyle and then her friend Sheila was Cartman. Her friend Jesse was Kenny. And I had like little stuff, Mr. Hanky doll and out uh-huh. of cardboard and stuff. We cut out the <laughs> South Park sign and stuff and like drew it like the sign in the opening and put it in the window for the shop and stuff. That's that rad. Pretty good. Yeah, that was a fun one. And of course, I was Power Rangers and stuff multiple years. And mm-hmm. uh, me and my mom also did Men in Black where we dressed in the suits and had the sunglasses and stuff like that was a fun one. Damn, dude, you guys did a lot of like family like 
costumes there. Yeah. And then in high school, and then in high school, you know, I got into, I tried to be Soma Cruz from Castlevania, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow and stuff, but nobody knew who the fuck (laughs) I was. So everyone just thought I was a mad scientist because I had like the long white coat and like silver hair and stuff. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm so, I had to try and explain it. And then eventually (laughs) I just stopped and I'm like, yeah, I'm a mad scientist. Like you you don't fucking care. I'm not going to take the time to explain it to you. And then I was L from Death Note one year and like Mm -hmm. no, no one even knew i was in a costume it was just white long sleeve shirt and jeans and i'm like sitting there in the little ball and they're like what are you like some emo kid or like what i'm like yeah, I, i'm not even gonna like now you know now it would kill now all that all the kids are into anime and shit you know but back then <laughs> nobody knew yeah back then like the anime club at our school was like held in like a very dark room and it had like one screen and there was like six of us that were in there and everybody was like these people are weird so yeah yeah oh man <laughs> Dude, I was like, so speaking of weird, um, my, my my last little bit of news for the week was a uh, I saw it was all over my Twitter feed because uh, I, I'm pretty you know tapped into the indie game community or as Zach would call the, the you shitty like little indie sixteen <laughs> bit whatever community. But uh, YouTuber Video Game Donkey announced that he uh, opened his own publishing company, Big Mode, which. You know, I thought everyone kind of on Twitter was dunking on him and stuff because he's not necessarily anybody in the gaming community. He's just like a YouTuber who streams video games or whatever. But his like he made a little video about why he's doing it. And his whole thing that people were dunking on was him saying how like because he plays so many video games or whatever, like he knows what's going to make like a banger game and what's not and like what's going to sell well and stuff, which isn't, you know, usually how that works. You know, just because you play a lot of games, that doesn't mean you're, you know, great. Yes, you have a big platform on YouTube and doing whatever, but that doesn't immediately mean, you know, marketing success and that, you know, the game's going to sell well or whatever. It could be the best game ever and then it just flops. And that's what a lot of people were dunking on. Like, dude, just because you played Celeste and whatever on your fucking YouTube channel doesn't mean you know what's going to make a good game and be like a good publisher, but. You know, I wasn't sure if you had any thoughts on that, but I mean, I wish him, you know, the best of luck or whatever, but it's one of those things where I feel like that's kind of a high risk, high reward kind of venture to go down into giving a bunch of indie people money and hoping that like one of them makes it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a reason why people are like basically tied to like five games in the video game industry and then like everything else is just kind of like you know a a smaller like sub-tier title it's because it takes a lot of money there's a lot of investment investment as far as time and capital and you know you gotta you gotta get through all that and you gotta hope that it's a good game and you gotta hope that the market doesn't change from the time that you start developing the game to the time that it's out for people to play um so you know you're gonna roll the dice you're gonna swing big you know the the risk is big but the reward is big too um and you know i I would commend the guy for you know getting up and and you know saying that he wanted to start this but you know, you can't just say you want to start making, you know, having a, a video game company. Uh, you got to kind of have like a roadmap as far as what you want to do uh, and where you want to go and, and maybe have a game lined up and maybe have some people that are going to help you with that video game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. But, you know, if it's one thing I've learned, like, look at like Kurt Schilling, like he was a pitcher for like, you know, he was a an established like Hall of Fame pitcher uh, in, in the major leagues and was like, 
I've played Assassin's Creed. Like, why don't we make a what? Or I've no, you know what it was? It was a World of Warcraft. He played a crap ton of World of Warcraft, and he was like, I can make a an MMORPG or whatever. Like, I can do this, and like, you know, it. He, he just basically lost a crap ton of money, um, and you know, it, 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 you know, he's poor now, so. <laughs> You know, let's just, you know, take a look at that. It, it's um, it's it's not always easy to just like do something that you love. Um, so I hope that he does well and, you know, more power to him. Good, good on you for throwing that out there. Don't listen to the haters. You know, wait until your game comes out and everybody hates it. That's when you know you failed. Right. I was like, uh, <laughs> when you said that, it was funny because it reminded me of uh, in school and stuff that was like one of the big jokes you know everyone for like their their first game is like oh dude i'm gonna make a mmorpg that's like a live service like online like what is like their first game and it's like dude <laughs> no you're not like you don't know how fucking hard that is and like you think you're going to do that but you're literally picking the hardest thing that's like in and this was like at the height of you know like world of warcraft and um i don't even know final fantasy 14 like stuff like that and it's like dude like you're picking like what is currently like the most saturated market for that shit like how many of these do you think have started and then after like a couple months like just didn't take off and then they just like abandoned it at that point yeah uh read the room guys read the room. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean like start off small Let, let's let's make a a poop emoji that like rolls around and picks up stuff on the ground. <laughs> like, let's start. Let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, pitch it to big mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you... it's uh, uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about. It, do you have anything else you want to? No, I. That was all I had for the news. I wasn't sure if you had anything else for the news. Um, I well, I didn't. It's not really like a news article per se, but. Let me tell you, I went back to uh, GameStop today to, I haven't been in a GameStop in like years, but I have, you know, because I'm cleaning out the front room, I have like my Xbox, uh, what is it, my Xbox One and my PlayStation 4, um, both just collecting dust. And so I was just like, you know, I haven't turned these things on in like forever. I might as well just like sell them back or like, you know, get some money. Like, I don't really care. Like it, it wasn't wasn't like i was expecting to get a huge amount of money for them but i was expecting to get something so like i brought everything back and you know it's been like 10 years since i've had these things and they've been sitting in boxes for maybe three of those uh 10 years so charging cables or a wall like controllers are not in the best shape um the draw i mean the units themselves are good um you know power supplies and everything were decent but I took it back to GameStop and GameStop was like, let me tell you right now, like if you don't have an HDMI cable with this, like we're not taking it back. And if you don't have, you know, cause I was, I was, I couldn't find my PlayStation four controllers and they were like, yeah, we're not taking this, this system back. If you don't have a controller, like basically whatever you give us with it is what we're selling it with. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, so went back home, got like an HDMI cable, cheap HDMI cable and like, you know, some other weird things that they wanted, found a controller, brought it back. The controller didn't have any of the little like thumb grippies on the top. So they mm -hmm. immediately deducted like $40 from it. So I got like $53 from my PlayStation 4 and I got $20 from my Xbox One. Damn, <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh my God, dude. So yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's rough that they, that I had to do that much legwork to just sell those things. And then, you know, it was all for less than like a hundred bucks. 
Dude, I know. It sounds like you could have just sold them at a garage sale for more or something. Like, you know, go I'd down probably... to like a swap mart and be like, dude, fight. You're like 60 bucks. Take them both. <laughs> yeah, I probably could. It's just I was so like just frustrated with like everything that was going on as far as moving furniture in my house that I was just like, I do not give a shit. Like, take these yeah. out of my... <laughs> like I'm tired of this right now. So I went and bought like um I went and bought Digimon Survive, but um haven't haven't ha- haven't gotten to touch it yet. But um but yeah um that's the only other thing I have that I wanted to talk about. Dude, that's so sucks. that's so funny too because like dude the HDMI cable alone was like five bucks like <laughs> of that price. <laughs> yeah, I know they were just like uh yeah like we usually um you know we usually just have cables in the back right there that we'll just sell for like five or ten bucks to you and then like. Uh, or we'll take it off of the shelf and we'll just deduct it from the price. And like, that's how we, you know, get around that. But we haven't gotten like HDMI cables in like three months. And like, for some reason, like their shipments just don't have them anymore. Like at the store, I was like, Oh, that's cool. I mean, like you can get like a hundred pop figures of Goku over here, but like you can't get one HDMI cable in to fucking help your, you know, sales of your devices. Read the room, Shannon. <laughs> the Goku pop figures are in. People aren't buying HDMI cables. Apparently not. But you know, like there was another person who came in like right after me with another with a PlayStation Four that was looking to trade it in so he could buy a PlayStation Five. And uh, the dude did the same thing. He was like, "Do you have an HDMI cable?" And he was like, "No." He was like, "Do you have a charging cable for your controller?" He was like, "No." He was like, "Yeah, uh, bye. Just come back when you have <laughs> See ya. It. Yeah." like best i can do is one uh rose gold super saiyan goku pop fig (laughs) take it or leave it (laughs) yeah i mean that's essentially what it came down to the guy was like yeah it's either like you can get like i don't know like 53 dollars or what was it It was like it came out to be something like 60 dollars for uh in pocket money or we'll give you like 83 dollars in store credit and i was like just give me the in-store credit (laughs) i'll buy i'll buy a game or two and maybe one pop figure (laughs) They have one pop fig. <laughs> oh, Fuck man. them. Whatever. So let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to, to happier things. Yeah. So you, you've been talking about a lot of games that you bought that you haven't been playing. But tell me, Shannon, uh, what have you been playing this week? So I know I say this every week that I was, <laughs> I'm not going to play like Saints Row anymore, but I played some Saints Row this week. And uh, I'll tell you right now, like, you know how Zach is always talking about having those bombastic moments in the game like that, you know, is fun, like diving out the plane with like Kanye's power in the background and stuff like that. And like you're looking for that that one moment that kind of creates it. This one didn't really have one in the beginning, um, but I will tell you right now, being, you know, maybe like 10 hours into the game, there have been like three or four missions that I've done so far that have been bombastic like that like there is one because you have like you know there's three different gangs that you're basically uh rivals with Um, one of them has a boat that's out in like the middle of the bay and you basically have to go out on a jet ski get into the boat like kill all the guys like and then steal um the tchotchke that you're trying to steal and then when you when you steal it you find out it's a fake and that it was a trap and that people are like coming to basically kill you on this boat so basically what you do is you slap a bomb onto the boat uh, like it's a big yacht. And then you ha- basically fight like the two uh, like, you know, major uh, kingpins for the for the, the gang on the helipad of the boat. And then when you beat them, the boat blows up and basically DMX's um, 
like y'all gonna make me lose my mind starts playing <laughs> and like you're running through the boat while it's on fire and like shit's exploding and you get on the back and you jump onto a um a jet ski and you're on the or no you get back onto a motorboat you're on the back of the motorboat hanging on with like one arm and like you're shooting with your other gun while like other people are coming by on jet skis and you gotta shoot them and blow them up and like there's just fireworks everywhere and there's fire on everything and it's pretty like you know it has moments like that that draw you in which is great um but there's still jank in the game like the aiming still sucks uh with the the ak-47 like you know and like the hit animations still detract from like the bullets actually hitting the person that you're shooting at um so there are still some some problems there like there's still a lot of like pathing problems with the um with the enemies like there's like certain areas where you have to be inside like a circle on the map and if you go outside the circle you get like a 10 second like countdown and there have been times where i've had like dudes like running to try to run at me but they're stuck on a wall that's like way outside the area i can see the triangles which tells me like where they're at and they're like way far away. And if I need if I need to go out there to try to draw them in, like I start getting that 10 second penalty. If I know if I get caught on like a trash can or something while I'm trying to run back, like you fail the mission, you got to start over. So that can be kind of annoying, like trying to find ways around getting, you know, enemies to like actually be smart and not get stuck on things and, and come in to attack you so you can finish the missions. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than that, like I did pick up um vampire survivor um because i saw that the price was going to go back up on it um yeah you did so i picked that up so that i could see what that's about and i had intentions of playing it this weekend but um you know things just kind of got away from me so i'll probably be playing that sometime this week and then um i've been playing some more xenoblade chronicles getting trying to get through that um but i'm just having so much fun doing the side missions that like it's just it's hard for me to go like mainline the rest of the story i mean i'm probably strong enough now to do it i just i just don't want to um but yeah and then uh digimon survive i picked that up but i'm not going to touch that until i finish like something else because you know i need a backlog apparently but apparently um, but yeah that that's that's about it how about you have you played anything Mm -hmm. this week so for me, so the past couple of weeks, I've been watching a lot of anime mm-hmm. and, you know, I talked about it a little bit on one of the other podcasts and stuff where I watched the cyberpunk edge runners anime. And after watching that, it did its job. It made me really want to play, give cyberpunk another chance. You know, I played it when it initially came out and, you know, played a little bit of it, just didn't really click with me, whatever bounced off of it. And they, when they re-released it on the update for PS5 and stuff with the enhanced graphics and whatever, I re-downloaded it again, but I never checked it out. And then now that the anime has come out, they did like a big like Edge Runners update and stuff on Cyberpunk. So I was like, all right, I finished the anime. I kind of want to explore this world more and stuff. So it's like now I'm like reinvested in it. I'm like, let's check it out and see if maybe this time it clicks a little bit better with me. And, you know, it did. I I spent probably I'd say like a good like 10 to like 13 hours this week playing Cyberpunk. And I got a lot farther than I did the first time. I actually got to parts where like Keanu Reeves actually in the game and stuff, the Johnny (laughs) Silverhand and stuff. So I didn't even get that far the previous time. 
and I do want to say, like, you know, it looked graphically very pretty. Like, it's very nice. Um, like, gameplay-wise and stuff, I feel like the beginning of the game, it doesn't, like, really get you, like, it gives you, like, glimpses and stuff into the world, like, through the little opening cutscene thing and stuff, but I just didn't feel, the first time around, I didn't feel heavily invested in the world, where after watching the anime... I, I had that. And then going into this, it's like the anime kind of filled in those voids for me that were missing the first time around. And so like there's characters in the game and stuff like uh, Adam Smasher or whatever, where, you know, he's like this big, like all like 96% like machine, like really like badass dude or, or supposed to be badass. But it's like in the game so far, it's like he's not like, what does he do that's so badass? Like they don't really say or make you feel like he's that badass, but he was in the anime and I'm like, Oh, like he fucks shit up. Like <laughs> now when I see him in the game, I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I know now I'm like, no, he is a bad, like he's super cool. But you know, in the game, they didn't like, you know, really do a good job, like right away, like establishing that and stuff. So the anime really helped kind of like keep me invested in the game and stuff. And I haven't really done a lot of the side quest like stuff. I've pretty much just been mainlining like the actual storyline for the game and stuff. And like story-wise and stuff, it's been really good. Like I've been invested in the characters and stuff. And I'm like, all right, but I, I don't really feel a need to like go around. Like there's stuff you can do with cops and like do I have like these side quests, but I just personally I'm like, I don't really care about the side quest like when i play skyrim and stuff i always just like wander off and do side quest shit and like whatever but with cyberpunk i've just kind of been like yeah i don't really feel like going around and like doing whatever i just want to get to like the next story beat and i also feel like the first time when i played i played it on normal difficulty and this is going back to if you didn't listen to episode 209 of the podcast you know we talked about difficulty in games and stuff so this time around i actually uh set it up on easy mm -hmm. and you know i feel like that's more my speed like because i don't play a lot of first person shooters and stuff so i'm not like super crazy like good there's times where it's like i'm trying to shoot and run and do whatever and it's like i'm missing because i'm like all shaky and like nervous and like whatever and i feel like playing on easy mode was the right choice for me i also think i have a lot better weapons this time around i don't think i picked up a lot of good weapons uh, when I first started playing and uh, you could do when you log in to like the main menu and stuff on cyberpunk, there's like a little thing in the right corner where it's like, Oh, you know, create a like CG product Reddit account or whatever. And you can get rewards for in game and shit. And so you can scan What's handy is it just has a little QR code. So you could just pull your phone out, scan it and then log in through your phone. Or whatever. I was like, yeah, that's nice. So it's like, I don't have to like go to www like whatever and try and like log in. I'm just scan it. And it takes me to, I'm like, yeah, Log in with Facebook. I don't care. Steal my information and all my dog pics. Like, cool. Like, just give me, like, this katana. And they gave me some, like, cool outfits. And, like, the, it did give me a sword called the Black Unicorn or whatever. And it's way better than, like, the knife it starts with. And that's my thing is I don't really play with, like, the gun. So I'm like, dude, I want to be, like, a Blade Runner, dude. I want, like, fucking the swords. I was, like, leveling up my tree with, like, blades and, like, oh, like, 15%, like, critical hit chance and like whatever i'm like this is what i want to do and uh, i've kind of invested more in like the hacking and stuff i'm like i want to hack people i want to run in with my sword and like people are gunning at me and stuff i was like that nice it's like whoa, 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 and like slice them up <laughs> so 
I've been liking playing that style more, which I wasn't playing that way the first time. I was just doing like straight up just like guns and whatever, where now going more the sword route and playing on an easier difficulty where it's not as punishing. And so like, it's not easy by any means. I There's times where I have died. I mean, one time I, I jumped off like a balcony and thought I could make the landing and didn't. That was kind of <laughs> my fault. But, uh, you know, I still you still have to dodge and do whatever. Like you can't just stand in the open and blindly shoot and think you're going to like get out of that situation. But it's not as punishing as it was when I was playing on normal difficulty. Well, that's good. Do you feel that you're going to stick stick it through this time all the way to the end? You're going to go to the end of this one? I'm thinking I might like story wise and stuff. I'm invested at this point, especially now that Keanu's in it and stuff like Keanu's role. And this is way different. <laughs> they don't really show you much in the trailer with this. Well, you know, he pops up at the end and he's like, you know, like it's about to get real or like whatever. And it's like in it for like three seconds. But um, his role is a lot different in the game. I don't know if you want me to like spoil his role at all for you. Like if you care or not. I mean, I don't. I would I would say if there's anybody who is in our like who's listening who doesn't want to know about what's going to happen, like yeah. probably skip forward like four Yeah, it, yeah, if anyone doesn't want to know Keanu's role here, it's you know, skip forward about a couple minutes from this. But so spoiler warning, sirens are going, you know, <laughs> just real quick. But so his role is more of a like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Like mm-hmm. he's not real. He's not a real person. He's okay. in one of your last missions. You did this tower job and there's this uh, chip or whatever that you end up. The case that it's in was under like some cooling system and whatever to like keep it going. But the case gets fucked up during the escape from the tower and you end up having to like put the chip in your slot and stuff. And it turns out it was Johnny Silverhands or whatever. And it's almost like a virus but it's like his core memories and whatever it's like infecting you and it's like merging his memories and stuff with yours and kind of overriding your system with him. And he's a part of you. So he kind of just pops up here and there and he's like in your head and he wants you, he has like his own agenda and shit that he like wants you to follow out. So it is very much like project mayhem, like, you know, and that's his role. Like he is like an activist, whatever he like bombs some tower and like, upload crash some like big wig server shit and stuff is like a big fuck you to them and so he like wants you to like join this like revolution and stuff and like finish carrying out like his work and stuff which you know in the trailer it doesn't like say that you think he's like a real person and here he's just like some digital like figment or whatever that's like now kind of corrupting your system and he like wants you to like carry out his missions and stuff so i thought that was really cool like i wasn't expecting that and there was even segments where you're like playing as him, like through his memories and stuff. You're playing as Johnny, and he has like some badass guns and shit that just like one shot people and stuff. It's like a little pistol cannon to the chest and stuff. So you're like <laughs> running through the tower to like plant the bomb, and people are coming, you're like boom, 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 like messing them up and stuff. So that was really cool. And I wasn't nice. expecting that. Well, that's cool. Uh, and it kind of, you know, it does kind of add a refreshing, uh, you know, mix to that because I feel like, you know, when that game was being, uh, you know, pushed before it re- its release, like, I feel like there's so much information out there for it. Like, 
there were so many trailers. You you people were piecing together a lot of information before the game had even come out. So for the fact that like that didn't come out beforehand, you know, bravo to you know people keeping that secret uh, down there. Yeah, that but someone didn't ruin it on Twitter or something like yeah. two seconds after it came out because nobody played it. But um, <laughs> so uh, the other question I have is, did they fix a lot of the bugs in the combat? Because I'd seen videos where like um, you know somebody had shot like an innocent in like a quad or something and like the police would show up and then the you know the streamer was like looking down the cops show up and then like he looks to the side and there's a cop like standing right next to him that's like opening fire like they just teleported up to the top of the building um is is did they fix some of that stuff i mean have you noticed any of those glitches still happening in the game yeah you know i haven't had any issues with like people popping in and out and stuff there's only been Luckily, I've only tussled with the police like a couple times. Like there was like one time where it's like you said, like there was some, I don't know, like gang people like hanging out in this like alley or whatever. And I like stared one of them down. And I was like, yeah, you, I did the did the quick save real quick. And I'm like, yeah, I want to fight. And then pulled out my shotgun like right behind like boom, like into the chest and stuff and tried to take them out. And then like some citizen person was like walking by. And I was just in the heat of the moment and hit them with the katana and they didn't like that. And I was like, uh oh. So then Johnny Law came and they put me down. But um, but yeah, I haven't had any like weird glitches or like anything like that. I know like I feel like a lot of people when they had when it came out had issues. They were playing on PS4 and whatever. Like when I played on PS5, um I didn't really have too many issues. Like I had a lot of audio bugs. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that like audio like popping in and out or just like missing in places and like subtitles like acting weird and stuff but i didn't have any of the like big glitches that you would see of like people t-posing like out of cars and stuff and <laughs> uh-huh. you know just like phasing through walls and whatever so i never had any of that but so far like playing it like everything's like run really smooth like i haven't had any audio issues like loading times and stuff are great uh one thing that I'm trying to figure out now is because of something that happened in the game or whatever, like my car got impounded. So now I'm trying to like figure out where the fuck I need to go to pick up my car because my <laughs> next mission is like, oh, yeah, dude, it's like 900 meters like over here. I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking walking all the way over there. I'm like, dude, I need to like Google. I'm like, where where do I pick up my car? Because <laughs> I was like, daddy, daddy's driving down there, dude. I'm not running around looking to like walk across Vice City to go. Can't you just jack mission. somebody else's car? I don't know. Like, honestly, I haven't tried. I've been a pretty good citizen. Like, I <laughs> like normally when I play Grand Theft Auto and stuff, I'm just the like walk out into the street. I'm like, oh, and like punch the first person <laughs> I see and just try to start shit. Like, I've been like playing, even driving. Like, I've been scared driving. Like, I've been like obeying, like not hitting cars and like driving on the sidewalk and stuff. Normally, Grand Theft Auto, I'm just running through red lights and like driving on the sidewalk, doing whatever. But I've actually been like a pretty good boy in Night City. So are they just, is it just really that like the cops are like all over the place and like you don't want to incur their wrath or is it just like you're, you just don't want to find out? (laughs) Like, yeah, I just don't want to mess. Like there's cops because you can actually work with the cops and stuff. Like you can scan people and kind of see if they're like, have like, if they're wanted or like whatever. And you can kind of like become a bounty hunter if you want and like turn people in for money and do whatever if you want to like work with them. But I haven't tried doing that since I've just kind of been going from like story beat to story beat to story beat. 
but uh, that might be something to play with like around later and stuff. But I've just been at this point trying to just like go from A to B to C and just try and like knock out the story as quick as I can, especially since, you know, we kind of have a lull right now, but I know, you know, the last couple, you know, months of the year are going to be stacked with game of the year contending games and stuff. So I'm just trying to get through what I can as quick as I can before all the heavy hitters start showing up to play. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> it'd be interesting, but you know, you keep us keep us posted, man. Like uh, you're the probably the only person, maybe in all of our Discord channel that's actually played that game. <laughs> that actually gives a shit about Cyberpunk again. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I I like it. I mean, I start like I want to go back and play Cyberpunk, and like I just totally forgot about it when they did the the huge update. Like I know I was all excited for it, and like if it seemed to fix a lot of the problems that a lot of people were having. But like you were saying, there's just been like, you know, there's been a fair amount of games that have come out that I've wanted to play that, you know, I I want to be in the zeitgeist while those games are popular. I want to be able to have the conversations on Twitter with people while they're playing the game. So, yeah, I'm just going to go to the new hotness and I can always go back. I I bought Cyberpunk, right? So it's not like I'm getting rid of it anytime soon. It's always going to be there on my hard drive. So, you know, I can go back to that when there's a lull and maybe I'll go back to it, you know, next year sometime. But Right now, like, yeah, it's it's not going to be the time for me. The anime's cool. I, you know, put it put it on for like ten minutes the other night, and then I was like, okay, like th- I can see where this is going. I like the anime style. It seems a little too hectic. Like, you know, all I have is the first battle sequence to kind of go off of, so I don't really know if the aesthetic changes later on in the show. But like, I could not tell how this dude was icing the cops like you know i know he was shooting some of them i know he was slicing some of them i saw like somebody's at some point going and like have these like <laughs> vertically and i was like okay he must have slashed somebody with a sword there um you know the the action was like pretty fast paced um but i do see where the story is going like as far as you know people you know with the insurance agency like you know oh they're not ours so like we're not going to help them and like yeah you know the other so messed the, up yeah at the, being at the hospital like yeah your mom's fine but like because like you didn't pay for like that package you can't go visit her um you know the rent being due so like there's like a, a like a do not open sign on the door like all that stuff like i get it like i can see what they're trying to build there um so i'm i'm interested in it i want to i want to see where it goes yeah the um the only other thing i played this week too was uh i we rewatched all four seasons of the castlevania anime now that it's like done and stuff, we just started from the beginning and got through to the end. And that made me want to play Castlevania. And I have the the Game Boy Advance collection and stuff on the Switch that, you know, I already played through Ari of Sorrow again. It's one of my favorites. So um, I had started Circle of the Moon. So I picked that back up and I've been playing Circle of the Moon again and stuff, which it's it's fine. Like I own it on Game Boy Advance still and stuff and i've played it before but it's one of those where it's kind of hard in some points because it's also the very first game boy advance castlevania game so like the movement and stuff in that game is a little janky and you know you can't really you have the whip you have the vampire killer and so you just kind of hit straight like you can't do like the super castlevania thing or whatever where you like whip up or anything like you can only like whip to the left like whip to the right if you hold down b you can do the spinny whip move and stuff 
and there's not souls or whatever for you to collect like in Arya and Donasaro and stuff. You have like a card system, which is like it's cool. Like, but the the problem too is that you don't really know. Like certain creatures drop the cards, but they don't tell you like you know what like where to get these cards. Like what creatures do it. So I have like a tab open on my phone of all the cards and what creatures drop them and like where's like the best spot to like farm for the card and stuff for it. But there's also the famous glitch with Circle of the Moon, which I just used in this last boss fight, where you have to have two, because each card pairs with each other. There's like a row at the top that's Mercury through Pluto, and then there's a bottom row, and then it's like, um, you know, like different creatures or whatever, like Golem and Salamander and like whatever, and then you pair the cards together and they give you an effect like oh if you do mercury and salamander you get a flame whip if you do mercury and venus you get uh the little like vine whip or whatever so it's like all whip based and then this one's stat based and this one's whatever but there's a trick that you can do where when you activate the ability if you activate the ability really quick and then pause and then go to your card system you can select cards that you don't have and then when you unpause that effect will go in. So you don't actually need the cards to get the effects. But then the problem with that too is that A, to continue to do that, you have to do that every time. So it's like, oh, if you want to switch to something else, you have to turn the ability off and then reselect some that you do have and then do the thing again to do it. But what's really nice with playing it on the Switch is it has the save state system, like if you were playing like an emulator. So there's multiple times in the boss fight where it's like, oh, I got some good hits on the boss. I'm like, I'm going to do a save state really quick. So then that way, if I get fucked up, I don't have to restart the entire boss fight all over. I'm like, no, I'll just jump back into this point where I was doing pretty good and try and pick it up from there since I got some good damage on him. So I don't have to redo the boss fight again from the very beginning. Or there were times where it's like, oh, I'm super low on health and I'm trying to get back to a save point in the game. And I'm like, I'm just going to do a quick save real quick. So that way I can, so that if I die, I don't have to lose all this progress and whatever. I can just reload real quick and be like, all right, let's try with low health to try and get back to the actual safe state again to heal. Gotcha. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad they made it. It seems like they made it a little bit easier um, to save and and keep you invested in the game. But that whole card system thing sounds miserable. Yeah, it's not the best. Like, that's why it's not like one of my favorites. Like, it's by no means a bad game. But in comparison to the like soul system and stuff that they have later on and stuff. And then when you can like fuse physical weapons with souls and then like you can, when you beat death in Dawn of Sorrow, you can like fuse death soul to a weapon and you get the death scythe. And it's this massive fucking scythe that you just like swing and it like encompasses your entire body. And then you do the special for it. And it like releases this giant skeleton, like skull (laughs) head that like comes out and bites and stuff. It's like, yeah, it doesn't beat that, but it's still a fun game and I'm still enjoying playing it and it, it helps, you know, I've been playing cyberpunk when I'm at home. And then when I have the switch on the go, I've been playing some Castlevania. So nice. Best of both worlds. Cool. 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 Well, uh, uh, do, you, do you hear sirens, Shannon? I, you know what? I, I, I do. I do. They're all over the place. Dude, we're in the spoiler oh. zone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, what's there to talk about? <laughs> so, have you been watching? Are you caught up on all on She Hulk? 
I am caught up on all the way to the not this most recent one. I think the the last one I saw was the um the lawsuit against uh, Titania. Okay, yeah. So I'm, for, I'm for the I guess I'm up brand. to episode five. Yeah, I'm up to <laughs> episode five. And all I gotta tell you, bro, is like it's hard to watch this show. Like it is so hard, like to watch those special effects. Like She Hulk. There are some scenes where she seems cool, like the the animation is cool or the special effects are cool, but there are some where like she's a wreck. Like they just kind of like slam that thing together and they were like, yep, it's good enough. Nobody's really going to pay attention. <clears throat> It'll be fine. But it is not like the, 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 there is so much unfinished graphical stuff being done in that show. <clears throat> it makes her look janky as hell. Like facial expressions, like... <clears throat> looking at the screen when she was looking at the whole like titania like product line and she's like looking at the screen you could tell like her eyes her projection line was like off like they told her to look at like the wrong thing and like her like typing on the keyboard was she wasn't like hitting the keys like i mean she wasn't touching the keyboard her hand was like above the keyboard and i was like oh this is rough (laughs) and then you know there were other times where she was interacting with other people and you could tell it was totally kind of just like they got the spatial like area wrong around both the actress and, you know, whoever she was interacting with. But I mean, for the most part, like I kind of see the Ally McBealness of it all. Like mm-hmm. we're like, you know, the guy's like, Oh, I need your help. Like, I need you to do me a solid favor. I need you to go stand in line and help me get these shoes. And the lady's just <laughs> like, really like, okay, well I need help getting like, you know, her a suit. So she doesn't look like a, a linebacker getting out of a DUI sentence. And like, you know, <laughs> You know, those zingers are like pretty cool and it would it'll be nice to see like what her new outfits look like in the in the next episode, like to see if like they go you know, if the suits are more tailored and if her super suit is more like, you know, the She Hulk of the comics that we're familiar with growing up in like the early nineties, the early two thousand late nineties or early two thousands. So you know, I'm on I'm on board to watch it, but like it's just it's sometimes it's a challenge to watch, you know, and maybe it's because we've been spoiled with like some better Marvel movies that this is, you know, a struggle for me. But, you know, I, I expect, I have a certain level of expectation for, for the Marvel stuff. And it just seems like this one's fallen a little short. So I'm bummed. Yeah. I mean, like at some point in the show, I mean, it does look like she's like your custom created character in a cutscene in a video game or something, just like sitting there. But, um, you know, I thought I know you haven't watched this week's episode, but I thought this week's episode was fun. It was a wedding episode. And yeah, it was called make, Just Jane, right? Yeah, I think so. And it was like the she's like, I like how I do like the little intros in the beginning of each episode where she kind of breaks the fourth wall. And she's like, yeah, you know, this is a one off wedding episode. I know you're thinking it's the seventh episode and you're just going to do a one-off wedding episode right now, midway through the season like this. And I like how, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, we know this is what you're going to think. So we're just going to get out in front of your opinion on it and just tell you your opinion on it before you even think it. Um, Now, was there a post-credit scene in this one? Because there wasn't a post-credit scene at the end of episode five. Right. I, yes, yes. Yes, there was a post-credit scene in this one. Okay. Um, which it's kind of weird because like the post-credit scene seems like, like the post-credit scene kind of seemed like they're setting up for like 
on like a bigger plot line you know with she hulk like instead of like a episode of the week whatever it's like oh like this is going to be something bigger which is kind of weird since you know there's only three episodes left Mm -hmm. so i'm like why are you like choosing to do this now (laughs) like when this show's almost over so i'll be interesting to see if like it is like a bigger thing or if they're just like they address it in the next episode and then it's just done and it was kind of just like, uh, yeah, we just kind of gave you like a 40 second head start into the beginning of the next episode, what that's going to be about. And then it'll just still be a whatever of the week kind of scenario. Hmm. Interesting. You've piqued my interest, sir. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Have you uh, <laughs> have you watched anything else? Um, <clears throat> hold on. I, got, I, got, I, I have to actually look at the thing and see if I wrote anything down. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this week was the beginning of season eight of the masked singer. And I know we have people in the discord channel that like the Masked singer. And I'm thinking maybe we should start like our own little chat off on the side. So not to creep you guys out with like weird stuff, but, um, this season they changed a couple of the rules. So I think they've been struggling to try to keep the format fresh, right? Because like the first couple seasons, it was, you had like, you know, mystery singers and you had uh, and then, you know, in the second season, it was like, OK, we're going to do the mystery singers, but we're going to break them down into two groups. And then they did three groups. And then, you know, then they did themes for the groups, um, you know, the last couple seasons, which, you know, tried to break up the monotony. Now they're like, OK, that whole format seems to be pretty stale. So what can we do to switch it up? So now what they're doing is it's kind of like a tournament style thing where five people sing in the in the episode and then only one progresses to the next show. So, you know, you, you're the four of the five people that you hear singing on the show are only going to be there for that night and then they're they're donezo. Like the the best singer is going to move on, which is fine. But like the whole, sh- it's get, it's kind of I think getting away from what the show was, right? The show was kind of like a guess who the singer is, like guess who they are. Um, you know, they might be football players, they might be professional singers. Like it was never a competition. It shouldn't. It should have never have been a singing competition because yeah, there's no way that the, the best. Yeah, there's no way that the football player is going to beat like a, a Grammy nominated singer. Um, and that was the fun of the show. It was just trying to figure out who it was every week. And then, you know, at the end, like have like an unveiling and, and see who these people are, see if you can figure them out. Um, so this is kind of, I, I don't like it as much because like, you know, you're going to have that one Grammy nominated singer that's going to go out there and blow the doors off of everybody else. And then it's like, okay, who are the four people that suck or who are the four <laughs> people that aren't as good as a Grammy artist? Um, and you know, this week it was, and you know, the, the only carrot on the stick that they have is that, you know, they tell you three of the four that got eliminated and then you have to watch next week to find out who the fourth person was. Um, so it's not really that exciting. And then it sucks too, because the person who won this week is going to have to sing through like every single episode to get to the finals, right? Like they have the longest road ahead of them. Um, so I don't think it's very well balanced in that respect. Like, I don't think it's fair to some of the contestants, but you know, they're, they're, they're looking for a path forward and they're looking to, you know, spark some interest in the show. Cause it's getting, you know, the, it's ratings are dropping and, you know, people are saying that it's not going to be around much longer and you know, that's fine if that's the route that they go. But I think, you know, why don't you just try changing them back up to, 
let everybody sing and then at the end there's just like one vote for who's gonna win the, sh- the show and then and then you go from there or you know if people haven't like put it out to social media and say like who do you think these people are and if people guess who they are then you know you lose a point or you lose a percentage point and then the people who have like the highest percentage of um unknowns like you know stays and then that's who the show kind of is based around in the finale you know like trying to make it a little bit more inclusive to everybody so that everybody gets a chance to perform multiple times because it can't be easy practicing in that costume and trying to be anonymous and doing all that stuff so you know give them a chance get let them have more fun with the costumes they're like this week. You have to guess which of these six mass singers has a gun. <laughs> yeah, they want to make it really exciting. It's like the ones that get voted off, you know, get canceled on Twitter. They're like, we're gonna leak their tweets from 17 years ago where they <laughs> dropped some racial slurs. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna say it was like uh, I think one of the singers uh, was um, one of the troop, one of the Monty Python guys. And like he was just out there, he was just like, "Yeah, whatever." Like I don't care. I'm just here in a hedgehog costume singing. Yeah, it's a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, it's a living. Um, but yeah, it's um, I'll stick with it for a couple more episodes and see what it's about. But you know, Nick Nick Cannon needs a paycheck. You know, he's got like ten babies he's got to take care of. So, and yeah, probably more on the way. Yeah, and then I think probably soon I'm gonna watch uh, Maverick, uh, Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to watch that probably within the next week. Yeah, but it'll take yeah. you a couple sessions to get through it. Oh, you know, your boy gets tired, bro. Like, dude, like seriously, 10 o'clock rolls around and I want to be in bed. That's where I want to be. But like, it just sucks right now because it's like so warm out here. Like we're go- going into almost October and like I'm used to it getting ready to be like cold and getting ready to sit on my couch with like a comfy blanket and the fireplace on. And that shit ain't happening anytime soon. No, I know. And, you know, with the I'm excited because, you know, I I enjoy horror movies and the spooky seasons upon us. And I know um, Zach, Steve and I were talking about it on Twitter. But, you know, the new uh, Hellraiser movie is coming out uh, very beginning of October on Hulu. And so I think it'd be fun. I know I plan on watching it. I'm sure Steve will. So it'd be fun to have Steve on to talk about it because I know you're not. Mr. Mr. Spooky Pants over there, but I thought it looked I'm not a huge Hellraiser fan, but um you know, like Hulu's been stepping their game up with their movies and stuff. You know, Prey was really good. Uh mm-hmm. and then I also I watched I forget what it's called, but the the one with Sebastian Stan or whatever, where he was like the person who eats people and stuff. Like I thought that movie was really good. Oh, the Jeffrey and- Dahmer one? Yeah, uh, well, it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, there's the Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix, but no, I can't remember what the movie. I can't remember. It was like Warm something, I think. But he's just some dude who like eats people. But it was it was a pretty good movie. It was like a Hulu original, whatever. And you know, I know the last couple reboots of like franchises they did like the last Candyman movie that came out I didn't really give a shit about Candyman but I thought that movie was I was surprised at how good it was so I actually have high hopes that this will actually be a pretty good uh Hellraiser making it a woman now instead of like Mr. Pinhead it's Mrs. Pinhead to you hmm. uh, and I told Zach you know I'm like hey you know as long 90 all it has to be is 90 good minutes 
of skinning people alive and you're golden. Like that's all you have to do. Is that all? That's it. Yeah, that's all you got is 90 good minutes of, you know, people getting seen alive and, you know, with pretty decent CGI and you're set. Yeah, I mean, I really liked what they did with Prey. And I think that's as scary of a movie as like I typically like. I mean, it's it was more action and suspense than anything else, uh, yeah. with a little bit of gore. Um, so yeah, I mean, good on you guys. Like, go for it. I think maybe you know have a bonus episode with like you talking about all those movies. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> like, I would watch it. Yeah, and just yeah. you know, listen to it. Yeah, be like, like yeah. no part of it. Like, no sir. No, just live vicariously through you guys. Be like that way. I have good conversation starters when like I'm actually around people that watch those. I could be like, oh yeah, like you know, so and so, such a movie, and then they're like, wow, you like scary movies? Be like, yeah, I do, and then I can just like you know drop all the knowledge that I've absorbed through you guys through like a podcast. It'd be great. God, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> I was like speaking of Fox shows. I also watched Lego Masters is back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like Lego Masters. I like Will Arnett. Mm-hmm. And it's always cool to kind of see like they make some amazing stuff mm-hmm. like and they're like I think about the shit that like I used to build with Legos and it's like dude they fucking blow anything I ever made out of the water my my shit's like the crappy macaroni <laughs> picture that's like on the fridge next to the fucking Mona Lisa <laughs> yeah dude and what's up with Legos being so freaking expensive like dude they came out with a <clears throat> like a, a nineteen sixty nine Camaro um that i really wanted but it's 170 bucks i was like bro are you kidding me 170 dollars for this car like it's gonna get me in trouble if i come home with that set you know i'm like it's literally three dollars worth of plastic in the box (laughs) yeah like i don't know what you're what, what i'm paying for here but this is ridiculous I know it's one of those things like there's so many of the cool like Nintendo ones and stuff that have come mm-hmm. out that it's like I want like I the question mark block one that has like the Super Mario 64 stuff like yeah I would love that but it's like I don't love it at like $200 yeah it's crazy uh, <laughs> I was on their website and it was like oh do you have a minute for our survey and I guess I'm at that point in my life now where I have time to fill out surveys online old man on the internet <laughs> I know. Let me tell you what <laughs> Um, so yeah so uh so i started filling it out and like at the end it asked me that question it was like what do you think of like the lego product and i was like look your product is great my son loves building legos uh i love watching him you know do the instructions and everything you know at five years old like it's impressive to watch him and how he learns and how he builds and building that dexterity that being said he does like to build the more expensive sets. And it's ridiculous for me to go into a store and look at the Camaro that he wants me to buy him and have it be $170 and then see the Porsche that's $170 and see Optimus Prime being $170. Before I know it, like if I want those three things, I'm already out like 600 bucks with taxes because like you guys want your monies for this, like the intellectual properties for this thing. I get it. It's fine why does your shit have to be so expensive? Like let's bring it down a couple of bucks for like the average Joe. Cause this is getting out of, this is getting out of control. You're like, you know how many PS VR twos I could get with this money? <laughs> One. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want to get into it. Like my son, I love him to death. Uh, when we were potty training him, uh, he had it, his, a bee in his bonnet to like, he wanted the Lego mini, right? But it was a mini Lego, like, and, I was like, you know what? It's like a hundred dollars. So 
if you can, you know, get potty training down and then like we can go like a month without any accidents, I will buy you this thing. We'll put it together. He was on board. He did his part, like got out of the diapers, got into, you know, the, the toilet, those like big boy pants, like doing everything. So proud of him. And he was like, okay, I'm ready for my, my mini Cooper. And I was like, cool, let's go to the store and buy it. Discontinued. So I had to oh, go online no. and look for it, and it I ended up paying like three hundred bucks for it. Oh, no. I was like, I was like, and that was like the only thing he was like, you know, I'm, I tried explaining it to him. I was like, dude, look, like, you know, it's gonna take a little longer. I'm, Daddy's trying to find like one that fell off the back of a truck. Um, you know, it'll be a little bit of time before I get it, but we'll get it and then we'll put it together. And you know, to his credit, like he waited. I found one that was cheaper than three hundred bucks. Um, we were able to assemble it and it is now in his room, but like, yeah, I learned my lesson the hard way. Like don't sleep on Lego sets if you want them from, from Lego. Yeah. That's the, the lesson learned the hard way is when you make promises with Lego sets, you buy the set now and then (laughs) hide it in the closet until the times come and then dust it off and be like, here you go, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's apparently, yeah, that's a life hack 101 right there. I I forgot. (laughs) So I, like real quick so i had a random ass thought or like i was like sitting in the kitchen earlier today and i was like well i was like oh that's something i want to ask on the podcast and it was just out of the blue but i was like dude have you ever fucked with tech decks yes (laughs) hell yes okay let me tell you right now like i am kind of in the doghouse right now because um my mom cleaned out like i I cleaned out my mom cleaned out my room uh from some stuff that i had over the house when i was living there um and uh, one of those things was my collection of hookups, uh, skateboard decks that I had. Because actual ones or tech yeah, decks? Yeah, like actual ones. Well, okay. actual ones and their tech deck ones. Like mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was big into hookups when I was, um, you know, in the teenage years. Surprise! I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say no shocker to anybody who's listening to this podcast. But um, so yeah, so my mom like you know brought over some stuff this weekend and was like here is your collection of like hookup <laughs> hook skateboard decks and my fiance was like really like you're gonna bring that into the house right now i was like well i mean i spent a long time collecting them and tracking them down so yeah I would. she's like are you do you really want to put those up in our house and i was like no she's like are you gonna put them up in the garage and i was like well i was thinking about putting them up in the garage she's like or you could sell them and I was like, no, I don't want to sell them. You're like, I was you like, know how much time I spent collecting these? <laughs> you know how hard they were to find? Um, but yeah, I had all the I had all the tech deck adjacent ones. And like I loved my tech decks, my setups. But I never had like the whole like half pipe setup or anything like that. But like I was I would be in college because that's when they came out for me. So don't even say anything, Justin. <laughs> but like I had it in college and I would sit there on like the bench at the at like you know the or the desk at school. And I'd just be doing like ollies with my fingers and stuff like that. And people would be like, this dude, this guy is so weird. I don't like how you're like, I was in college and I was like, no, dude, I was like, I was in fifth grade and <laughs> <laughs> the sick collection. I have my, my world industry boards. I had my uh-huh. bone, the, the bone bones. Is that the, the death, the little, little death? Mm-hmm. Well, a blind, so, yeah. that blind, that was oh it. blind, blind. Yeah. Yes blind and then like the cool zero but my zoo york boards and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh but i had the half pipe i had like the big fucking half pipe and then i had the uh couple the like where it's the park with like the little metal rails and stuff that you can like Mm -hmm. send the staircases that you could like set up and i had like 
three or four different things and i would like set them all up in like the middle of the dining room and stuff like on the floor <laughs> and have my own little skate park in there and like mm-hmm. me and my co- my cousins would bring their tech decks over and stuff and we'd all be like sitting in a circle in the dining room like but of course you know since i was like in fifth grade i did the cheater method where i had my uh index and ring finger on top and then my middle mm-hmm. finger in the middle mm-hmm. and i would do like the where they're sitting there with their actual fingers on top like doing ollies and doing whatever but i would just do the and do the little cheater like grind and stuff but you know but i was just thinking about the other day i was like dude i haven't seen like tech decks in forever but i was like i used to have i i'm sure they all got sold at a garage sale at some point but i had like <laughs> in my closet i had like a whole little like station where you open the closet and i had like a flashlight hanging from like the uh the clothes rack and stuff you turn uh-huh. it on i had all the little tools lined up and like a mm-hmm. little thing with all my like wheels and spare nuts and whatever and like little tools because i also had the bikes too i had oh. like the little bikes and stuff to like play mm-hmm. and i had one that was like the little i don't know what the hell that is where it's like a skateboard but with the big kind of like off-road wheels and stuff on it mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. i had like one of those and stuff and i had like little suspension and stuff on it it was pretty <laughs> cool so i used to like sit in my room for like hours and play with those yeah you were in that you were into that stuff deep like yeah, all I did is like went out and bought the hookups ones. If it wasn't hookups, I wasn't buying it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you go out and you'd buy the new trucks and you get like the different wheels and stuff like that. I mean, like Tech Decks, I mean, like for a while there, they were like super hot. Like they were the hotness. Like buy those like bigger than fidget spinners. Like you just went out and got all those all the time. Yeah, dude. I mean, kids were like trading boards and stuff on the playground and mm-hmm. stuff for, for me anyway and stuff like, you know, there was the kids in the corner over there like trading Pokemon cards. There was like kids over here with tech decks. <laughs> <laughs> and you were in the middle with both. You're like, I go between worlds. <laughs> yeah, best of both worlds. I'm like, dude, I'm like, what do you want for this Venusaur, my man? The dude's like, I don't know. I don't have any good Pokemon cards, but I have this tech deck. And you're like, I'm listening. (laughs) I'm like, I have a couple extra Gyaradoses. I might be able to make a deal here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's a good one. Brings me down memory lane. Yeah. But I mean, uh, do you have anything else or are we ready to uh, land this bad boy? We're ready to land this bad boy. Let's take it down. Nose first. uh, Right into the ground. Yeah. You know what, Shannon? Why don't you uh, take us out? Here we go. You know what, guys? Sultry. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Pixel Life. Um, you can join our Discord conversations on our Discord channel. Um, you know, go over there and check that out. Don't know if the Facebook page is still doing anything. Um, do us a favor, uh, though. Wherever you get our uh, service, uh, our our un- our wonderful podcast, please um, leave us a review. Uh, give us five stars or whatever stars you think uh, we need uh, and you know let us know what we can improve on what you like what you don't like um, talk about your own tech deck stories um, you know how rad you were back in the day uh, and yeah um, let me see if there's anything else no um, stay tuned for some case logic files uh, coming coming to you when Zach gets his voice back you know we'll probably start that bad boy back up um and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, Justin, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think he would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, a go be great. <laughs> and if Zach was here, what do you think Zach would say? If Zach was here, Zach would say, hey, guys, when you win the lottery, make sure you take the 30-year payments instead of one lump sum, and you'll save some <laughs> on taxes. Also, go be great. <laughs>
<laughs> hey guys, I I can't talk right now, but uh, I've been yelling at the Raiders for too long. <laughs> <laughs>